This is Rob Scott, and you're experiencing Fundamental Shift from BackToBreath.com. Many of the talks that I've given have been about the perspective shift of being able to look at the world through other people's eyes. And while that is a deeply important skill to develop, to inform ourselves and to evolve, uh, if it's not done from a place of health, it can definitely lead, definitely lead to unhealthy codependent behavior. This talk is called Looking Through Other People's Eyes, and I'm going to describe when that is healthy and when that is uh, really codependent. To do that, I'm going to define codependency, or try to. It's actually a very difficult thing to define, but I'm going to try and capture what I mean by that. And uh, we may even get into some belief and value talk as well, which I do uh, from time to time. So looking through other people's eyes, that's today's talk. Thanks for checking in. So again, many talks that I've given have talked about this perspective shift of being able to take someone else's point of view, uh, look through someone else's eyes. And this might be understanding that someone beeping in a car and yelling at you that they might be late, uh, that it might not be necessarily about you, and you can sort of empathize with them and understand their position. It might be the effort to see a situation from your loved one's eyes if you're in an argument, taking the time to shift perspective over to what they're doing. It might be taking the time to listen to a coworker to really understand their needs. And we can even do this more officially to integrate shadow elements as part of the uh, 3 to one process that people in the integral community talk about and do, which is uh, really a fantastic thing to work on therapy and, and grow. So perspective shifting is paramount to evolving and growing, and it's a deeply important thing to know how to do. But while that's an important skill to develop, uh, to inform ourselves and to evolve, if it's not done from a place of health, it can really lead to uh, codependent behavior, a really unhealthy, you know, bad place to be. So what do I mean by codependence? If we sort of steal from Wikipedia on that a little bit, it's... Someone who's codependent is someone who exhibits too much and often inappropriate caring for persons who depend on him or her. Codependence can also be a set of maladaptive, uh, compulsive behaviors that are learned by family members in order to survive a family which is experiencing great emotional pain uh, caused sometimes by alcoholism, sexual abuse, um, chronic illness, things like that. Codependency advocates claim that the codependent may feel shame about or try to change his or her most private thoughts and feelings, which is where they end up losing themselves. They change their own thoughts and feelings when they conflict with those of another person. So a wife who might make excuses for her husband's excessive drinking and perhaps running interference for him by calling in sick when he's hungover, those kinds of behaviors, uh, they may well lessen the conflict and ease the tension within the family in the short term, but they're really counterproductive in the long term because that supporting behavior ends up enabling the uh, abusive or bad or alcoholic behavior. So my own definition of this, to sort of bring it full circle, is really when we lose ourselves to the idea of another, when I'm looking at my life solely through someone else's eyes, uh, I end up losing myself and what I'm about to please others. And um, that is not a complete definition. The codependency has, um, a lot of people don't even agree on really all that it is, but it has a lot of different uh, 
ways to be described and a lot of different ways of thinking about what it is. But the way I'm talking about it today is when we walk into a room and lose ourselves to the idea of another, when I'm too concerned about what my employees need and I don't run my own business appropriately because of that, because I don't want to offend them. Well, I wouldn't want Judy to feel badly about uh, you know, taking tomorrow afternoon off because I need to get the office clean. So we start making really irrational decisions for the needs of others instead of ourselves. So what is the difference? What is the difference between a healthy perspective shift and losing oneself in another? The difference is really when we know who we are. And if we don't have a clear view of who we are and what we're trying to accomplish, we may not be mature enough or uh, ready enough to sort of take that other perspective shift. And it's not like we're going to learn to not do that. I'm not stating, hey, stop being codependent, stop looking through other people's eyes, although I am kind of saying that. But the point here is is understanding where we are, being aware of our own consciousness and where we're resonating, and whether we're looking at someone else's perspective to inform ourselves, so that we can make a decision based on their perspective in alignment with our own values and our own beliefs, or if we're actually suppressing our own values and beliefs to please someone else. Once we've done that, we've sort of stepped over the boundary. So once we start consciously using these perspective shifts, these looking at the world through other people's eyes, which we might not be conscious of it, but we do it all the time. We learn as children to lie. And when we lie, we're basically just realizing that we can understand what other people's perceptions are and we try and manipulate that sometimes for our own gain sometimes for their gain and so we're not trying to be manipulative but we're trying to be as aware of all the perspectives in a situation as possible and when we lose ourself to those perspectives that's when we've bordered off into an unhealthy codependent place so wait a second rob you might be thinking um I thought this was about no self. I thought this was about losing self and, uh, you know, finding peace and all that stuff. And it is. It's kind of both. We, uh, we want to be that expression of no self when we can. But when we're out in the world and showing up and relating to others, we need to be as much uh, of ourself and as healthy a self as we can possibly be. So that's not necessarily a paradox. It's more of there's both goals involved. We want to be whole, we want to be a self, but we also want to understand no self. In my first talk, I said that beliefs are an error of taking an opinion and treating it as a truth. And what I meant by that is that an unconscious, unexplored belief is an attachment that limits how we see the world. But we all have beliefs, we all have values. And so even if there's an ideal, groundless state of being, to express ourselves as humans and as selves, in that state of being, we need to be clear on what our attachments are, who we are as people, what makes us up in our beliefs and our values. That is what awareness is. That is what becoming aware of self and working with self uh, is all about. And so a lot of waking up is exploring who we are, what our attachments are, what our beliefs are, and seeing how attached to them we are. And while this might be a complete different talk about self and values and beliefs, if we're not clear about that, about who we are, what we want to accomplish, and what's going on, if we're not clear on that, 
we can very much get lost in other people's energies and in other people's attention. So in the interest of keeping this talk a little bit shorter today, I want to wrap up and just go over what I've said so far. Looking through the eyes of others is an important skill, but we need to be versed in how we do that. And we don't want to lose ourselves in some codependent state of being. It's important that we understand who we are, and what I didn't talk about in this talk is how to do that. You know, I'll, I'll definitely get to that in another talk, but the exploration of who we are and the introspection and the skills necessary to do that is all part of becoming aware and waking up to uh, who we are, our self, a healthy self, and someone capable of not only dropping self and sitting in stillness, but also being able to walk in the perspective shift of others' uh, wants and needs. But it's most important that that informs who we are, doesn't become who we are. We should never lose ourselves to that. This is Rob Scott. Today's talk was looking through other people's eyes. Thank you so much for listening. Be kind to yourself and everybody else. Bye-bye.